This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our Daily Dose podcast, covering all about day-to-day global affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello, hello, everyone. This is 31st August, and welcome, everyone, to our Daily Dose podcast today. Today, we have got Joshua Karras again with us at our Daily Dose podcast, who is an executive manager at the United Nations Association of Australia. Um, and you can see something different today <laughs> in the way he looks, in the way he appears. And that is because today we have got the world half cut day. And as you can see, that the half cut is a peer to peer social and environmental movement that engages all the people to raise the funds for forest regeneration and conservation. And they are creating this visual disruption by wearing a half cut look to start the conversations about conservation. Would you like to share something about that, Joshua? Look, I'd love to, because I'd love to share it immediately. Otherwise, why am I doing this? Um, it's, yes, a, a fantastic initiative that aims to, to support um, particular regeneration initiatives uh, towards, in particular, the Daintree Rainforest. Uh, which is unfortunately one of, you know, although one of Australia's most precious uh, preserved um, uh, natural reserves is is currently under threat of, of degradation. So, look, it, it was something simple. I needed a haircut, and so I had half a haircut yesterday, and I'll, I'll have the other half tonight. <laughs> and why not raise the money in the, in the meantime? Absolutely. We have got some great updates uh, today, again, from the uh, new... New South Wales that the vaccination mm-hmm. rates are increasing quite rapidly, but the premier has also announced that we need to be prepared for the worst month in October. And uh, we have all seen that the, there has been some research in this regard. And I think Joshua, you will be knowing about that, that NSW can even go up to 3000 cases daily in October, which is considered to be normal by the premier, but the health union is actually saying that it's going to be a big risk, uh, even if you're 80% vaccinated um, and your ICUs are, are overwhelmed by the number of cases, it can be a big risk for, for the Australian government, for the NSW government. Did you have a chance to read that? Indeed, I certainly had a look at that. It's uh, something, it was actually uh, the research that, that, um, that information was based on was actually mostly sourced by my, super, my PhD supervisor. So it's, um, I'm very close to the, to the this, this story that's evolving. Look, it seems like at this point, we just don't know what is going to happen for the reason that uh, as um, a community, as a state that is engaged in such harsh lockdowns with Delta, there aren't many other uh, scenarios around the world where, where uh, Delta has been met with such harsh lockdown. We, don't, we just, it, it's very difficult to say, yes, it might go up to 3000 or it might stay where it is. It most, probably won't go uh, less than where we are at the moment for a time to come, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and, and that's why the, the, the number of cases, the number of mental health cases in Australia have also been increasing in the last uh, few months. If you see in the last year, we had a rise in the cases in Victoria. And this year, we are also seeing uh, that we are talking about mental health being so important. And I'm, I'm sure that mental health 
uh, taking care of your mental health does not only impact your professional life, but also impacts your personal life in the way you deal with your partner, in the way you deal with your children uh, mm -hmm. during those months. Another big news uh, coming from for the vaccines, and we were talking about yesterday in yesterday's Daily Rose podcast that there has been an inequality in the way people are being treated. Some countries, like some of the African countries, are being treated. But good news for Africa coming yesterday that France is going to donate 10 million doses of vaccines to Africa. And they have uh, even targeted that at least 60 million doses will be given to the poorest of the countries by the end of the year. What a great initiative, uh, Joshua. Isn't it? It's such a, a, a wonderful relief story in a time when, you know, all we seem to be hearing is, is bad news. Look, let's be real. Let's be honest here. It, it's, it's in the scope of, you know, the population of Africa, 1.2 billion people. It's not a lot, but it's something. And it's, it sets an important precedence, I think, that uh, the, a donation to countries who simply cannot afford to purchase vaccines at this present moment must be considered in equality with with developed nations. It really is uh, as simple as that. It's it, politicians should not be looking at um, you know be, be thinking on, on, on such a closed angle. We need to be keep thinking globally. Um, it is beneficial for all of us to be vaccinating at a similar time um, for for trade and tourism purposes. So I mean, if thinking of that aspect, uh, wouldn't you think that it's good to have yeah what we've seen coming through that Africa is is just beginning to now receive some attention. Absolutely. I think uh, countries like African countries and the South Asian countries need the most support at this time because uh, they need to be completely vaccinated as soon as possible. If, if there is uh, going to be a new mutant coming up, a new variant of COVID uh, virus coming up, it's, it's, you never know that these vaccines become ineffective. So you never know that the Pfizer or the AstraZeneca is ineffective against a new variant of COVID-19, which comes after a few months. So we have to be ready with that fact as well. Absolutely. But what Dr. What, uh, what Dr. Anthony Fauci was saying um, is that we might have to go with this eight months of COVID booster in the United States. President Joe Biden uh, on Friday during a meeting at the White House said to the officials that it can be as early as five months, though Anthony Fauci uh, totally denied that fact and said that it's actually going to be an eight-month booster shot, which U.S. is going to start from probably this year. I think uh, it, it, the concept of booster shots um, are certainly important and they will be needed. Um, as for the, the time period as to when, I don't think that there is a definitive time period as of yet. The, the, the jury, the scientific jury is out, so to speak. Uh, we do know that breakthrough infections, or which which means you know infections from people who are vaccinated, do occur, um, and that they do drop when um, when there is a booster shot administered. We've seen some highly advanced uh, uh, countries with highly advanced immunization programs already engage in booster shots. We've seen Israel begin to do that. Um, I think the main thing, an important concept here, is that people will most likely receive. The, uh, the uh, another vaccine to what they initially received just because it's recent studies from Europe are suggesting that it does provide some more protection some extra protection there all in all I mean we've seen there are very few shots that require you know a one-time use there are, there are many that require you know booster shots the, the, the concept isn't new and I think that will time will tell as to exactly what is the recommended 
timeline and 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 also considering that a booster shot for a developed nation means that millions of people do not go vaccinated initially in developing nations so this, you know these these subjects we're speaking of are all interconnected aren't they absolutely they are they are absolutely connected to each other mm. and and the concept of booster shot is actually um, still under research in a lot of countries mm -hmm. though us is always running ahead in the research and that's why they can uh, clearly predict that we need eight months or five months. A lot of countries don't even know that time yeah. frame as of now. Um, but moving from that discussion to something beyond COVID, we saw that uh, in the in the world. Um, it's, it's in, in fact, yesterday we had this news in the United States where this hurricane Ida has slammed the Louisiana district, which is killing a lot of people there. And the another news that was trending uh, was that finally today the United States came out with this press conference that finally they have ended the war, though this can be a big question that has the war really ended mm. or is it the beginning of the next phase of the war? Because the United States feels that they have completely withdrawn from Afghanistan, but there is a clearly a demand within Afghanistan as well that they need to uh, they need to transport more refugees uh, from Afghanistan. That is definitely a big news. But what I would like to know from you is another trending news coming from Europe. We know that Germany is bracing for an exciting federal yes. election in the month of September, which is kind of leaving behind a lot of challenges in Germany. And, you know, Germany is a very important nation in Europe and mm -hmm. also in a lot of developed countries. It has got this, this impact that it leaves uh, and the kind of leadership uh, their chancellor has given for the last 15 years, Angela Merkel, mm -hmm. has been remarkable. And replacing and finding a suitable replacement for a person like her is going to be a big challenge for them. What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, look, since 2005, she's run the place, hasn't she? It's, it's her, it's her, uh, the country is her business. It's, it's uh, Europe's largest economy. And to find, as you've said so, so correctly, to find a new chancellor for uh, such a magnate of a country is, is going to be difficult. Um, I mean, obviously, in the wake of Brexit and and, and Biden's uh, not, um, uh, presidency, it's which which direction does does Germany want to go? Is the question that I think is needs to be answered here. I mean, of course, there is so much at stake. We've got the we've got the pandemic. We've got climate policies. Um, you're noting you're noting noting that Europe is really focusing on on discussions around social equality relating to. Um, digitalization, I think, is a huge concept as well. I, I feel like this is going to be a very important election on and, and in deciding what the not just uh, future of of Germany holds, but you know, for, for in many cases the entire continent of Europe. Absolutely. So I think that should be it from today's Daily Dose podcast. Uh, we were able to touch base upon a lot of key issues and. Um, we would like to invite more people to our podcast sessions. In fact, become a brand ambassador or speaker like Joshua is here in front of us. Most students coming from within Sydney, from outside Sydney, from around the world, joining us for this podcast will really help us in making this podcast bigger for you and more resourceful and insightful for you. So do, do follow our pages on the social media and also make sure that if you want to support us in growing further financially, you can also do that through the link provided in the description later on. 
So that's it for today. Have a great day, everyone. Whosoever has joined us from around the world. And uh, we will see you tomorrow with a different guest. Have a great Thank day. So yeah. Thank you. Bye.